are now tuned into another episode of For Your Records, the conversation for music lovers. Hosted by me, Key from Clee. What's up, you guys? It's another episode of For Your Records. I am your girl, Key from Clee, and I am here today. Hold on, because this, hold on, this is about to be a fun episode, because uh. this is about to be a fun episode. <laughs> this is really about to be a fun episode, because y'all... Let me, first of all, before she even introduce herself or anything like that, oh, wow. let me tell y'all <laughs> just my first impression of this woman oh. when I met her. Because I just really just, I don't even think I ever told you this, but this is just so crazy to me. You ever just be like, minding your business, you know, because I met you I met you at Cleveland State. Right, right, right. So, you ever just be minding your business? If you've been to Cleveland State, or if you've been to like any of these little Cleveland schools nearby, mm-hmm. you know that you literally go to class, and you try to get the fuck out. Okay. And you try to get the fuck I out. I got shit to do. You got shit to do. We, <laughs> we got kids, we got school, we got yeah, work, work, we got to do this, we, we got to do other stuff. Cleveland State was literally one of those schools. You get in, you get out. If you mm-hmm. made friends, it was kind of like cool, but everybody was there to get in and get out. When I tell y'all, you ever just always see somebody... And you'd be like, they look really cool. Like, like, you was always cool to me. And not only that, but, but, y'all, she had this orange fro. <laughs> and it was so big. It's like, you, it's like, we was in Cleveland State, we watched it grow. Like, we watched her fro grow. And it was so dope to me because I never had a class with her or anything like that. But I just always knew her name was Lauren with the orange fro. Literally that. That's we all did I knew. Black psychology together, and that was like mm-hmm. one of my last years, right? There. Literally. So when we finally did have a class together, I was like, "Yo, this bitch is exactly who I thought she was gonna be." Like she got the vibes. She cool as shit, and I already knew she was gonna be cool as shit because of this orange fro. And now, well, when we did take black psychology, you started your locks, and I thought that was just raw as hell. Like I was just like, "What?" I'm like, yo, she got this orange hair and then she started some locks. Oh my God, I'm blessing. I'm like, yo, yo. And then shout out to Mariah. Mariah was cool too. And I was I was like, these girls is raw as hell. Like, oh my goodness. I was just so mad that like I saw y'all all the time. Never really spoke or anything like that. Said, hey, what's up, whatever, because we always ran into each other. But when we finally had a class together and I got those vibes, <laughs> insane. Like, it was just like insane. Yo. Like, girl, been i'm so mad that we connected so late but ever since we just always kept in touch and just always did what we needed to do yes and you doing your thing girl okay and you were doing it too. <laughs> you Thank were doing you. your Respect. thing okay no because we have mommies on the show we've had you know engaged women on the show but this is a a, a working wife mommy we got here wow i wasn't expecting <laughs> this <laughs> She's like, why you put me on the spot like right, this? Right, hold on. I feel like, wow, thank <laughs> no, you. No, because sometimes, you know, sometimes I really be having to tell people, like, how I met these amazing people that I know. And then it just be like, I'll think about it like, dang, I should have told them this story. I should No, so let me start off by telling y'all, Lauren was always cool, okay? She was always cool as shit. And when I finally got a chance to talk to her, it was just like, whoa, she cool as fuck. Like, hold on, this, this woman's crazy. Like, whoa! Dang. Respect, bro. <laughs> no respect, though. Other than that, always. <laughs> and then, I don't know. It just, I don't know. I just always paid attention to, you know, the music that people listen to and the music that they share and just... You and your husband just raw as hell to me. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, <babe. laughs> And they really be doing their thing, y'all. But we got Lauren here. 
What's up? So, I just want y'all to know that she was really always cool like that. Like, she was always cool like that. Always been cool. Respect. And I, I the feeling's mutual. Like, for sure. Like, for like, sure. Like, like, I was like, oh my goodness, she is, oh my God. Like, it was just like one of those things like, oh cool, I finally got class with them. Cool, let me sit over here. And then I was just like, oh no, they raw as hell. Like, y'all cooler than I thought. Like, hold on. But, what's been up? Um... I'm here, alive, blessed. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, just doing my thing. Uh, yeah, I'm in. I'm in graduate school. I'll be done in here. Oh year. Lord, Lord, oh Lord. But you're gonna be in a therapist, right? I, yes, that's I'm gonna be great. Going to school to be a therapist. So, you know, catch me in a year. I'll hopefully be y'all therapist, bad whatever. No, for real. <laughs> Black, for real. Therapist, Black therapists hashtag. do matter. Yep. So, mm-hmm. what made you want to get into this? Uh, therapist mode well besides the fact that we need more black therapists but what made you want to do it uh uh basically like my own kind of experiences um i've always like wanted to help people you know mm-hmm. um i've always felt like people could talk to me and i would listen yes. and be genuine you know what i mean Very true. um but definitely really the catalyst was my own therapy uh experience mm. um I would say, like, back in 2018, mm-hmm. um, that was a really, really low period for me. Like, really low. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, it's funny, we met around that time. Well, I, would so say like, I, was, <laughs> I would say I met you around that time. Right. Um, I graduated in 2019. Right, yeah, right. Then, yeah, it's like, yeah, we all graduated yeah. right after each other. So, mm-hmm. yeah. For sure. And uh, my therapist was this beautiful black woman. Really? Yes. At Cleveland State. Really? Yep. And wow. she was just so, like... She really like changed my life. Like that's amazing. And yeah, I feel the same way about my therapist. My therapist mm-hmm. not a black woman, but I have a black man as mm-hmm. a therapist. Oh yeah, that's and still dope. He is amazing. Like oh, yeah. it's just amazing. Just getting that other perspective. It's not being nagged by a woman. For but sure, for I get sure, that. like being like told from a male perspective, like and taking the emotions out of it because I'm yeah. so overreactive. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, yeah, so, yeah. So it's like I feel I like feel that black therapy is so like really cool because like I remember when I had braids mm-hmm. and I was taking down my braids in the middle of the therapy session. He like, oh no, I get it, you know, do what you oh do. wow, like, it was you that's know what I'm dope. It was like it was like crazy. That's dope. And I think that was like one of my braid styles, my last braid styles before I got locks. And I remember we was on Zoom and he was like, you know, I know you about to start your lock journey, but like. We really bonded. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's been yeah. a hair journey. Like, it's been a hair journey. Like, it's crazy. Like, now I'm about to start a whole nother hair journey, and it's like, you still with me. Like, you right. saw me with that's the dope. silk press. You saw me with this. And he was just like, that's so dope. And it's so dope how I can talk to him about my hair mm-hmm. and how I felt insecure about it. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's so important because you're not going to get that with no white therapist. You're not. Okay. Like, they're not going to understand what you're going through. They're not going to understand the same spill what you got to go through and just the just the hood <laughs> the hood alone right they don't get that so the fact that we can talk that and black therapists get it mm-hmm. that's amazing yeah it it's, is it's so shout good. out to you for sure oh shout out to her treasure name mm-hmm. wherever she at she was a graduate student too really yeah she was like an intern just like like where i am right, right what's now. where you are now I, yeah i work at a school that's right so now dope and then somebody can say the same for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> like oh my god <laughs> she did what she needed to do oh she gosh. was amazing i hope man yeah. that's the goal though right when you can like finally say something back to you and they're like she was so dope right and i'm like wow my like, job here is me? done <laughs> me right that's a dope feeling for sure that's definitely a dope feeling right mm-hmm. changing someone's life mm-hmm <laughs> 
or just best. at least being a voice to help them all to right for that's sure that's always helpful too right and that's exactly you know what i want to do black mental health is black mental wellness is mm-hmm. very important to me like especially i want that here in cleveland you know? so important right because cleveland is a very we see a lot we see a lot and it's yeah. like we just kind of just brush it over and keep going like and yeah. then it's 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 a weird thing because we never really like have that togetherness either, and we all hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what kind of gave me about Cleveland too. Like everybody mm-hmm. come on this show, they got a different story, and everybody just be like, "Oh, I went through this and I did this," and I was like, "What?" And it's so relatable. Like the next person really can't get you, but we just so closed off, right? And we just don't want to help each other, right? It's like, so, come on, black people, let's do something. Yeah, like let's do let's something. heal together. Something. <laughs> we all broke. Right. We, we all broken. Right. We all broken. So it's like, I just really feel like, you know, with people like you that actually want to take the time out to actually help other people, that's that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And then you don't ever realize, like, your story helping somebody else, and they go through the same thing, and you're like, what? Yep. And then you be like, what? Yep. Sure. And, you know, you don't want it to be like a trauma bond, but it's like, right. it's relatable. Like, you get right. it. You know what I'm saying? I think people kind of get that kind of mixed up. They right. bond it's- over trauma, and it's like. Let's not build that way. Right. But no. let's relate. Like, let's relate. But yeah. let's like heal together. Like the healing part is like, let's not be stuck in that victim mode. Very true. You know what I mean? Very true. That's really what it is. That's very true. Yeah, for sure. So what music have you been listening to, Miss Mail? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Um, so it's funny. I'm sorry. Like I don't know if this unpopular opinion. Okay, so I was just listening to the Drake stuff with my husband this morning. Uh huh. Nah, bruh. <laughs> nah, bruh. No, the first. The, as soon as the first song came on, Lord. Okay, hold on. I'm sorry. Maybe hold on. Not. Let's let's back this up. Okay, hold sorry. on, Drake. Um, let's back this up. I'm so sorry. we already woke up excited because Beyonce dropped news that she was dropping to July 29th. So I'm like, Ooh! oh, okay. Beyonce is like, okay, yes. Beyonce. Let's get and then it. four hours later, Drake like, yeah, I'm dropping tomorrow. Nah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'm still listening. I'm still just not like a certified lover boy, if you're being honest. Like, it's mm-hmm. just not rubbing off on me. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think it kind of is rubbing off on me. It's just like, it's constantly getting played. And I'm just uh, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I like that, I guess. Right. I like now that. Now that I heard it enough. Drake has this thing where you probably never played the song, but you know the lyrics because somebody played it around you. Right. And Drake is kind of weird for that. <laughs> I mean, like, I just, like, he's a pop star. He's a pop artist, and I want people mm. to understand that, you know. He's uh, one of many genres. Yeah, he's, he's a... one of many genres. He's a, a chameleon, I guess, but I feel like, I don't know. I want to sound like a Drake hater. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I you know, know, it's two types. I, I feel like it's always, um like, three type of haters that's, that's mm-hmm. acceptable to me. Okay. <laughs> and... I just feel like Beyonce's not one of them. Okay, like, no, a Drake hater, right. a Drake hater to me is like, I get it. I like his old stuff. I'm stuck fair. on that. That's I'm fair. stuck on That's that. Fair. Like, I do, I love so far gone. I love Thank Me Later. But you know what? And Thank Me Later just turned like, like 2018. I don't know. Yeah, it just had an anniversary. Yeah, but it's timeless. Right. This new music that he's coming out with is not timeless. You f- it's forgettable. Yes. It's forgettable. That's it's not... what it is. It's like... So... I feel like he's just trying to stay relevant. I'm not even gonna lie. As soon as he said that he was gonna announce this album, and I kind of stayed up for it, I'm not gonna lie, because it was just like, oh, this is kind of exciting. You are. I, lo- I, love, I love a surprise drop. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, 
I'm a fiend for a surprise. But drink. I don't want Drake's surprise. I'm sorry. You don't want Drake's surprise? I don't know. I don't know if I was eager for it, but it was just one of those things where it was like, okay. I guess I was like, do we need this? <laughs> the timing was off. Like, the timing was off. Like, we still, we still thanking Kendrick, my dude. All right, and Beyonce, you interrupted her stuff. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you messing up Beyonce Rolo. Right. So, I'm like, <laughs> okay, bro. Like, it was given, let me hurry up and drop. Something. It's and, like, ah. And if you was going to do this, I mean, this really could have came out at the end of the summer, to be honest with you. Whatever. He, I ain't even tripping. He, he wants but, a summer pop. Yeah, that's really what it is. He wants that summer pop. I get it. Yeah. But, I'm not even going to lie. I knew the album was going to be shitty when I put on the intro and there was no intro. Everybody know Drake intros be slapping. I mean, definitely. I'm not going to lie. Yes. Yeah, His love intros. Boy, thought, yeah, that song. The, the intros intro song be going. Really... All of the intros that he's ever had. Over My Dead Body. Mm-hmm. Tuscan Leather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The intros be. Okay, right. The intros be there. So I'm like, okay. And when I put it on and I heard no intro, I was like, this ain't going to be It just went straight to the I bullshit. Said, this <laughs> I was like, no, what? I was I was like, yo. I said, (laughs) what did I play? Right. I was like, this is what did I put on? (laughs) I thought I put it on shuffle at first. I was like, wait a second. (laughs) So then, and then it was one of those things where all the songs sound the same. So I had to look up like, oh, we on the same. Wait. Oh no. This is oh this oh yeah. Wow. So he made a whole album sounding like this. Mm-hmm. And cool, whatever. He got it off. Whoever gonna like it, like it. Yeah, I guess that's your problem. But there was a post that said, if you didn't like Passion Fruit, this ain't the album for you. I love the fuck out of Passion yeah, Fruit. Yeah, me do too. I, don't do that. Huh? Don't do that. Exactly. I don't think that's relatable. Yes, that, it doesn't equate. <laughs> so I said. I don't understand. I Whatever. It's like, these but this past, is not that. These little past Drake vibes that have these type of sounds, I did fuck with that. This, I'm not. Sorry. Sorry. I'm not the one. Mm-mm. I'm not the one that's going to praise this. Mm-hmm. However, I do believe in artists getting their artistic integrity off. If you feel he really needed to get this off, that's fine. Yeah. However, I really feel like this just could have been like a little mixtape throwaway. This is a shame that it had to count as your seventh album. Shame. However, um, <laughs> you know, if you plan on putting more out, it'll wash itself out. So yeah. I'm not going to, I ain't going to put too much on it. You're still Drake at the end of the day. Right. Shout out to you. Yeah, cool. Um, you know, you, I'm not like hating on you per se, like as a person. I guess. So. I was actually yeah. saying, I wish it was more like, kind of like the, maybe on the same like vibe as like Future's album, like the, like the toxic masculinity shit. I wish it was more like that. I'm like, why are you trying to sing? And Cause we're so vocal coach. He was not here. Yo, up. yo. He didn't sound good. I think that's really what it was. He just, he just, it wasn't giving the. He thought he was tied down. Call me. Yeah. Daylight. It wasn't giving that. No, it wasn't was, that. It and at bad. first, when I first heard that, I was like, "Is this gonna be another more life?" Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even more life. No, no, because I had like different, like you know, vibes on it. It was a playlist, I guess. It was. A playlist. It was a exactly. playlist. That's exactly what it was. So. But this. Drake, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, Drake. Drake. However, I did listen to Duke Deuce yesterday, and that shit was going. Shout out to Duke Deuce. <laughs> On my little ratchet side. Okay. Um, That shit was going. All right. Um, 
So yeah, if y'all want to get like real, like I guess we was expecting some like crunk shit or whatever. Drake ain't giving that. If y'all no. want to get crunk, you know, listen to the little mini John that we got now. His name is Duke Deuce. Okay. Check him out and get turned off that shit. He had Glorilla on the song and everything. Oh wow. So shout out to Glorilla. I definitely bumped that shit. Shout out to Glorilla. Like me and my married relationship bumping that fucking shit. Right. Technically, you are fuck nigga free. I guess. Why? I mean, and I'm going out. And I'm talking. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> he not a fuck nigga. Right, so, technically, right. I'm fuck nigga free. I be right. Like, it's for me, too. The song's relatable. It's relatable. Still. It's still. You, we ain't doing no fuck nigga. It's Shout refreshing. Out to Robert. It's refreshing. <laughs> it's refreshing when you ain't gonna do it with a fuck nigga. <laughs> so, I did, oh, hold on. Because I did want to say, because um, I found some new music this week. And I did want to um, tap in with y'all, because y'all say I don't give y'all new music to put y'all on to no more but the truth is find it yourselves no i'm just playing Uh, (laughs) i'm just playing so i think yeah i think like i right i definitely my husband listens to a lot of music like for Mm -hmm. sure so i get it from him so i I am like what y'all listen to Mm -hmm. that is true what's that that is true that is true i will say I was on a little like R and B flight. I'm still doing my no rap on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, I really stand on no rap on Sundays. Mm-hmm. If y'all haven't tried it this summer, just do it. Just Maybe try, it. try it. Just try it. It's really it's it just really kind of like starts your week off the way you know. I'm you know, I've been really and into '90s R and B lately. Yes, I've been on my I've been in my just, 2000s bag. Oh yeah, I've been I listening do. to a lot mm-hmm. of Maya and a lot of um. Yes, I do. A like Monica I listen lately. to the older stuff. Mm-hmm. For so. Sure. I don't know. I've been on this like no R and B vibe, and it when I be on this new new no rap on Sundays vibe, it kind of introduces me to new R and B in yeah. a way, because then I like be like, who the hell is this? And then I'll be like, oh shit! And then I'm listening to a new album, and then I end up liking it. Oh, right, right. So I was on a little vibe the other day. Mm-hmm. Well, last Sunday, mm-hmm. but sometimes my Sundays dip into Mondays. I'm not gonna lie. So it's kind of like a give and take. Mm-hmm. But by the mm-hmm. end of Friday, I'm turned again. So right, right, right. So right, right. I guess it's a good balance for sure. So Aaron Ray, he got a new album out. Mm-hmm. Really good. It's like really good. Vocals are great. Um, Ooh. To because y'all know people don't be singing these days. Yeah. I don't know okay. what's up with that. I don't know what's up with that. Yo, like, and I feel like we can get to that later, I guess. No, because, no, for real, we can get into it because y'all don't be singing no more and I don't like that. Yes. Thank, I literally was thinking, I was thinking like, of Sade the other day. Anita Baker. can. I was like, where is this? Don't get me wrong, I love Ari Lennox. I do. Ari I Lennox love Jasmine Sullivan. I love those. Two. Those Ooh. are my main girls. I just seen Jasmine Sullivan twice this year, and it may be a third. Like oh that's how obsessed I am with Jasmine yes. Sullivan. Like I love her. It's and I'm still bumping hotels. Mm-hmm. Still, 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 and still. That's gonna be a timeless album. Yes, it came out in the perfect time of my twenties, and it's just like, woo, <laughs> yes. girl, I love it. Thank you. I love it. Like I love it. Thanks for storytelling. I mm-hmm. love it. Yes, but nobody is touching. Like, where's the unique voices? Yes. I like Ari Lennox does have a distinct voice. Like when she comes on the track, you know, it's her. Or even if she has like the little horns and stuff. Right. 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 That's her thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But nobody be singing. Nobody be singing no more. And the fact that you brought up Sade is a good point because 
I just, I really. Her voice is very distinct. When she comes is. on the track, everybody knows her. Yes. It's not like that anymore. You're no. gonna be like, is that? Not right. No, that ain't. They oh, all sound oh, the same. Summer Walker. I'm sorry. I like a couple of her little songs, but. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, I do remember. So, I remember I did have a little poll back. Mm-hmm. And it was delete. Delete an artist. And I remember very distinctly that you said you would delete Summer Walker. Yes. I would. What What is this? Because I, I noticed this. Everybody either loves Summer Walker or they just really just don't like her. And then I'm going to give you my experience over at Roots Picnic. Because I didn't tell y'all about my, my real experiences at Roots Picnic. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about Whew. that. Oof. Ghetto. Oh. Ghetto. But, yeah. Oh, okay. okay, so tell you. Okay. Tell you like Summer. I need to hear this first. Cause... I just think she's boring mm. as a singer. Like, you know, her little vibe or whatever is also, it's like, eh, like, it's like, okay, you're like, I don't know. She's all right, I guess, as a person. But her, I feel like her lyrics, her voice, like, she just boring. Mm. And like, I don't know. I'm not, I don't hate on her. I just mm. don't listen to her. She boring. To me. I will say this. Summer... Y'all know I have a love-hate relationship with Summer Walker. Because right. I love her old shit. I love Clear. clear it was better. Clear. Yeah. I love Clear. Like, Clear, that was a four-song run, and she mm-hmm. did what needed to be done. Like, that okay. shit was that. Yeah. Over it was, yeah. okay. Yeah. But everybody raved it and, and hyped it up to the point where I listened to it a lot more than I would have liked to. And I feel like right. I forced myself to like a lot of her songs. Mm-hmm. But Body is a banger. I'm not going to lie. Body is definitely a banger. That shit is a banger. That shit's a banger. But when she come on these slow tracks constantly, yeah. I can definitely understand how you can say that. She comes off very monotone. Yes. Where's the... Yeah. But now that I've seen her perform, that's what the fuck she is. Oh. She's just a... Y'all. I mean... Everything you see about this woman on social media about performing is fucking true. (laughs) I don't care what nobody says. I believe every fucking... Yeah. Let me tell y'all about my experience at motherfucking Roots Picnic. So, I'm already, like, flustered because they already behind on the stage, right? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to see Rory and Ma podcast. So, I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, child, I'm seeing, I'm going to see my guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I kind of risk seeing Music Soul Child for them. I'm not going to lie. And I was real hurt behind that. Mm. Real hurt behind that. But I saw Music Soul Child in concert before with my mom a couple years back. So, I I thought it was a nice give and take. Yeah. So when I got to the top of the thing, because the stages are very far fucking away from each other, it's like a fifteen minute walk between oh. the main stage to the podcast stage. Oh. Can't make it up. But the second stage is like right next to the podcast stage. Okay. So sometimes if somebody's right there, it's like you can catch their show and then you can run to the podcast stage. Okay. And I kind of preferred that. And I just ended up just going to the main stage at the end of the night and just seeing the headliners because that oh. shit was doing too much. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm not going to lie. Sunday was a lot of good performances that I, I knew I wanted to see, but I knew I, some things were going to get risked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> when I got there, we had Sunday service with Kurt Franklin. Okay. It was fun. It was yeah. a great time. Yeah. GP, are you with me? Okay. It, was, it was great. It was great. That's dope. So, after Kurt Franklin, I leave. I go to the other stage. 
and I go to the top and I saw Freddie Gibbs. Ah, amazing, amazing. He's gonna be an great. Punk. I want to go see. Oh, he's gonna be an Afro Punk this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, there's so many music festivals I want I to go know. to. I know. They're all back to back to back. And they're just... Ah, yes. Ah, but yeah. I think I am going to... Did Dave's in, uh, Days in Vegas, Labor Day weekend. Mm. I think I am going to that. That's dope. So that's going to be exciting. I am excited for that. That's dope. Yo, when I tell you, I ran to the top of the stage, and I was so mad because as soon as I ran to the top, Music Social was coming out. And I was like, what the flip, man? Y'all didn't mess my schedule up. I got to catch Royal Mall at 8. Y'all tripping. I know they're going to be on time, but it was like 7.45, so I'm like, let me hurry up and run to the stage. So right. by the time I get to the top, y'all, guess who was performing? Motherfucking Chief Keith. What? Lost my mind. <laughs> Lost my mind. Forgot he was even going to be there. Forgot he was even going to be there. I cannot wow. make it up. So I'm like, lit. Like, oh my God, I got all my motherfucking jury on. And did. And did. And did. Turned up. It was a great time. So then it was great. So I thought it was a nice little give and take. I mean, I missed the music show child, but I saw Chief Keith. Great. Give and take, give and take. Went to the podcast day. Saw Rory and Mom. Great. They put on a great show. Mm-hmm. Great show. Good. Shout out to the guys. They came out or whatever. Great guys. I'm taking pictures with them. Dope. We videos. Everything is great. That's I had a great time. Run down or whatever. I'm like, bet. Now I can go see WizKid in the Summer Walker. Oh, yeah. Bet. So mind y'all, Summer Walker is supposed to be the headliner. Oh, okay. <laughs> like the last person as in headliner, right? Oh, okay. End of the night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was not. Oh. She came out before WizKid. And we're oh. all confused. Like, what the fuck? But it's a vibe. Ooh. Okay, okay. So she came out. She literally came out. She sang one song. She said, y'all, give me one second. Bitch, you just got here. Huh? Summer, you just got here. What the fuck is you doing, bitch? Perform these songs. Right. I'll square up with you right now. Stop playing with me. <laughs> Stop playing with me. You the, you supposed to be the headliner. You came out early. Right. You got everybody excited. What's up? Right. I'm thinking I'm about to come back to WizKid. I came back to you. I'm low-key excited, ho. Do what you need to do. <laughs> right. So I'm like, this bitch fucking up already. Now, if you was watching my story when I went to fucking Roots Picnic, y'all heard me talking all this shit because I'm mm. so mad. I'm low-key in the front. So everybody like, bitch, you talking hella shit about this bitch. I was like, good. I hope she heard me. Uh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Be Cause like what? <laughs> she pissed me off so bad, y'all. So bad. And I want her to know. And I want her to know. <laughs> Bitch, fuck me up. So we go to the spot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. She come back out. Okay, cool. Performing. We having a great time. My heart, my money, my body. Hey, turn. Great time. Mm-hmm. Intermission. Bitch, you have an intermission after one song. After like four. Five, oh, four or five. Okay. Like six. Maybe like six songs. Okay. So now I'm like, yo, what the fuck is she doing? Brought out this random rapper. Huh? Everybody thought it was her, everybody thought it was Larry. Everybody thought it was her dude Larry. Oh. That shit's funny as fuck if it really was Larry. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. If Larry one if Larry with one R was on that stage while she was in her little intermission, I swear to God, that shit is funny as fuck. <laughs> Just hold it down for me, baby. Hold it down for me real quick, baby. And he was on some other shit, too. Like, what are you saying? So then she come back out, did an outfit change. She got pretty much naked. We see her nipples. Okay. okay. But the bitch more comfortable on stage now. I'm like, yo, this why she be naked. No. This why she be naked. I really feel like she's more comfortable naked. In front? Okay. But. Y'all. <laughs> I can't make it up. She was so more, much more comfortable on stage after she... Had her nipples out. 
Wow. Like, literally, the camera is in front of my face, like the little projector screen. Yeah. And you see Nipple's face. Oh. I cannot make it up. And this little hairstyle that she got with the dreads in the back with the bang and the, and the, and the, and the I don't know what, what it is. Something. Sis, what the fuck is it? Like, what are you doing? I. What are you doing? Like, I'm not trying to be funny. What are you doing? It literally looks like a bird's nest with locks in the back. Like, what are you doing? Anyway. All in all, all in all, all in all, I'm not going to lie. It was a great, that's cool, cool experience, but I would never pay money to see Summer Walker on stage again. She literally mm. sat in her chair. Oh my she goodness. had no crowd interaction. Wow. She The only thing she said was, y'all, can y'all help me sing this song? I've never performed this song before. And then she performed Circles, I think, mm. from her new album or whatever. Uh, Girl, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> that's the only crowd interaction she had. Um... Mind you, the night before, we partying with Mary J. Blige. Ooh. We partying with The Roots, uh-huh. Rick Ross, Betty the Butcher. Like, we Ooh. These niggas out here yes. performing their asses Hell off. yeah. And they got this bitch as a headliner up here singing with her nipples out. Monotone <laughs> as hell. <laughs> Granted, Somebody get the mic was on. She sounded good. I'm not going to lie. But it's yeah, like, I'm what sure. the hell? Like, I would never pay money to see Summer Walker Mm-mm. again. No. Ever. What a waste. Crazy. And then she ended up leaving the station and WizKid came out. This nigga was a ball of energy. Ball of energy. Well, at least you, it ended the night well. That's what I'm saying. At least. Right. And that's why I was so happy. I was like, at least it ended with WizKid because imagine right. if she really was the last person to come out. Like, uh, we would have left. We would have been leaving sad. We would have right. left the, we would have left the <laughs> thing waste. sad. What a yes. waste. We really would have left out sad. Yo. And I. When you really think about this. Like, I really want y'all to think about it. Like, I had a great time at this festival. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw Masego. I saw uh, Alex Isley. It was a vibe. Like, that's it dope. was a great vibe. I saw Horrible Decisions podcast. Oh, that's dope. Um, Rory Ma, Gillian Wallow. Um, I saw another podcast, but I can't remember which one it was. Oh, um, Love and Grit. Like, it that's was... really dope. It was a dope time. Like... It was a great experience. I'm not gonna lie. Like this was like my first like real festival experience because mm-hmm. the thought of festivals actually tired me the fuck out. Yeah, I've been an Afropunk. I think that was I've been a concerts, but well, Afro- I would say right concerts right. is I've a been different a concerts, thing. But I've been an Afropunk. That was back in 2016. It was a lot, but it was so. Fun. Ain't it fun? Yeah. Like it's really fun, but I the saw, thought of them really just tire. Me. Yes, Ow. we just jump in between stages and yes, just... we almost got trampled trying to see Janelle Monet. I we missed her because literally people were stampeding to like go see her, and it was like, no, I'm not trying to get stopped out. And it was like, damn. But we saw George Clinton. Wow. We saw uh, Ice Cube. We saw NWA. Well, that's without dope. Dr. Dre. I would say without. Dr. Right. That's dope. But yeah, it was really rad. That's dope. Right. That's. Really I want to go back this year. It's, I would say, year? yeah. I have a friend who goes to Afropunk a lot, too. Ooh. Her and her um, fiancé, they go to Afropunk. That's dope. I'm this like... year lineup is going to be Freddie Gibbs, Bird Boy, Isaiah Rashad. Oh, yeah. Tierra Wack. Uh, oh, Tierra Wack was at Roots Picnic, too. Oh, yeah. The Roots <laughs> going to be there, too. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like, yeah, that same mm-hmm. type of vibe. Mm-hmm. And then a Moon Man Landing, Kid Cudi thing. Dude! Yo, I lost my mind I when I saw like, the flyer last night because, go, yo... Yo, I don't think y'all realize how big this is for Cleveland. Let's just back this. Let's back but, this the yes, fuck up. Let's back because, this the fuck up. I don't think y'all realize how big this is. September seventeenth. Make sure y'all fucking there. That shit's about to be live as fuck. If you're not, First you're of like, all, that shit said Chip the Ripper, not King Chip. That shit said Chip the oh, Ripper. 
He brought that shit the fuck back. This shit about to be legendary as fuck. Wow. I'm like, yo. If you're not there, you square as fuck. You square as hell. Right. And Pusha T gonna be there too. I'm so happy oh. I'm gonna catch him in another city. What? And if they don't perform Vortex, I'm gonna be mad as fuck. That's all I'm saying on that. Because, just, y'all, I lost my mind last night when I saw that. I was like, yo. Bro. I literally was so like... So, make sure y'all there, September 17th. I, I don't even know where the location at. Y'all know right, keep shit. Look, keep, I need the, the updates, the emails. Y'all, I don't think y'all realize how crazy this about to be. Like, Cutty doing something for the city, and that shit is raw as hell, and I'm really here for it. Yeah. Like, I'm really here I'm for here it. For like, it. that shit is so hard to me. Like, insane. Mm-hmm. Insane. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm like, yo, it's literally... Kid Cudi, Playboy Cardi, Whoa. Don Tolliver, uh, Dominic Fight, Pusha T, Jaden, Bone Thugs and Harmony, whoa. Chip the Ripper, Hold on. DJ EV. Yo, whoa. this gonna be 2007 as fuck. <laughs> and I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm here for this. I'm here for this. Y'all, I don't think y'all realize how big this is about to be. OMG. He literally tweeted it yesterday and says, see you September 17th. And I literally screamed and I said that I'll my be there. lungs off. I said, yo, and huh? I'll be there. I can't wait. Make sure y'all there. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. That's around my husband's birthday. Really? Yeah. See? Birthday present. Great birthday present. Make sure y'all oh there. Oh my God. Make sure y'all there. That's yes, so exciting. Y'all, that's so exciting. Like, I screamed my head off. <laughs> I really screamed my head off when I saw that. I was like, yo. Yes. I was like, oh, I right something. on time. Right on time. Right on time. Like, we always say ain't nothing in Cleveland. Da, da, da. This is a start. For sure. This is a start. Mm-hmm. And Mary J. Blige coming to Cleveland. I just saw that, too. Ooh. In October. That's mm-hmm. raw. And she bring it, uh, LMA and Queen Naja with her. Oh. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that's so. that. Shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to them. We love black women. Right? All the time. Doing their thing. Doing their thing. We love to see it. Mm-hmm. So, who is overrated to you, Lauren? Besides Summer Walker. And Drake. <laughs> and Drake. Look, since we on the topic. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, those are really, like, the ones that, I don't know. Uh, you like, I just can't get with. I, I just can't. can't. I can't get with it. Um, free YSO. Um, no, for real. Free YSO. Sorry. Sure. I really I, like. Oh, I was really sad. I was sitting in the gutter last night, sad like. Right. This the last of it, huh? <laughs> right. It's like dang. Like this the last of it. It's uh, so sad. I don't know. I've been listening. To, I've been staying away from that type of stuff. I guess really like. I guess Drake. I'm like, you know, don't put anything out. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for that. Not looking for that. Uh, the future stuff. It's like mm, I'm with the. I, I feel the vibe you're trying to put on for the for the for the boys, the city for boys. The boys. You know, whatever. I, whatever. Sometimes you know, I fuck with that fuck nigga vibe, whatever. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> like the music, you know what I mean? It's like you know. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I don't know. I've been listening to, I like listening to old shit. So, mm-hmm. like you said, two thousands vibe. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, y'all, we stuck in the vibes. I'm That's stuck in the vibes. Aaliyah. I'm listening. To nah, her. for real. I'm gonna say it again. 
Shout out to Aaliyah Uncle for finally letting us hear his shirt. Right. I'm so excited. Right. I get it's so like, excited finally. when I finally open my music and I can see Aaliyah at the top. Yes, that for sure. At the feeling. very top. That's a good feeling. Ugh, I, I love it. <sighs> I love Aaliyah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've been listening to like old stuff and I'm just like, like mm-hmm. you said, trying to appreciate it. everything. Appreciate everything and mm-hmm. wondering like, why don't we have that anymore? Like you said. Mm-hmm. So. That's so true. So true. So I did want to get into these musical notes that I have here because mm-hmm. I want men to really be in an okay mental space. For sure. Um, shout out to Hustle Off the Ground podcast. Last time they came on, we were talking about like men don't really have like a safe space per se, mm. the same way women do. And I really yes. feel like, you know, I feel like there's, it's kind of an argument to that the more I think about it because women kind of have this aura that we got to be strong and we got to build this for ourselves and we always got to find a way. And it's not yes. normal so that men are just taught that same way that we are to be so strong-willed the same way. Mm-hmm. So I feel like men always feel like they have to just keep things bottled the same. And when they say things out loud, you know, they probably just don't know how to articulate it the right way. Because they for just, sure. you know what I'm saying, they just aren't built the same way that women are. Or, right. or just raised the same way. Yeah. It's different morals. So oh, for sure. I say that to say... um. This video going around of D.R.A. Davis and it's really making me uncomfortable, like really making me uncomfortable. And he's pretty much stating how like he, I think he said he was eleven or twelve or something mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. and how he was um, pretty much sexually abused by two women, mm-hmm. and it he still feels some type of way, and he's laughing it off right. in the video, and that's how I know it's very. Painful. Painful at the same time. And also, Mm -hmm. just one of those things where it's just like men can get away with things like this, but I just don't understand how because it's the same traumatic shit. Right. And he's saying he still has a little PTSD when a woman asks for Mm -hmm. him to go down on them. Mm -hmm. And I can really understand how traumatic that is because you as a young boy, and you never truly healed from that because as a young boy, that's supposed to be okay. Right. Weird, but anyway. Um, but I keep seeing the video, and it's just very... It's sad yeah. to me. Because, like I said, he's laughing. And women kind of do the same thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Women do the same thing. And it's just like... Me. Women is me. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, we take these traumatic things, and it's like... Are you okay? <laughs> Like, are you dealing with that okay? Like, right. I just really want to get in this space of if we're going to share, be truthful. Mm-hmm. That's where I am with us as a community. If we're going to share, be truthful. Let's not do these um, mixed signals to other people. Stand very firm on what, what you're saying. Because... And I remember Kiki Palmer said something else about just like a fan coming up to her and she was literally saying like, I'm not in the mood to take a picture or whatever. And that's fair to say, but the person did it anyway. And she like shaking it off, laughing or whatever, but stand firm on what you said. Right. And I think we do this uncomfortableness to make ourselves feel comfortable in a way, but you're not. Yes. Stand in your truth. And it's like, I don't, 
you know what I'm saying? I feel like us as a community, we got to let stop letting little traumatic shit like that slide. If you're going to bring it up, let's let's unpack it. Let's not make jokes about it. Let's not let's right. not. If you especially if you're telling the right person in that moment. Right. Let's not. Let's 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 really unpack this though cuz when you start laughing and, and you making jokes and things, I don't want to make jokes in light of that. Right. It's now like, I'm uncomfortable. Right. It's, so I can only under... He's talking to this interview and then the interviewer is laughing too. And I'm mm-hmm. like, do you feel the uncomfortable? Yeah, it has or, to be or uncomfortable. You, or are you like trying to laugh to make him feel comfortable in that moment? It's definitely both. Like, And that's just... A, I'm really trying to break down these things because it's just like... Men don't grasp how women do. But we show the same signal. So I'm mm-hmm. really trying to understand, like, that's a lot to unpack there. For sure. I hope he has a therapist. Yeah, I really hope so. That's deep. Yeah. That's deep. I really hope he has a therapist. So, like, <laughs> ima- and this, this man grown. Yeah. A comedian, though. Mm-hmm. Imagine what gets thrown at him women-wise. Yo. That's all I could think about in that moment. And he's laughing. Like, it made me so uncomfortable. So, I say that to say. It's okay to be uncomfortable, y'all. <laughs> For real. It's okay to be uncomfortable. It is okay. I, re- right. I really... I'm learning that. It's okay to be uncomfortable. And I come on this podcast and I try to be real with y'all. Y'all, it's okay to be uncomfortable. It really is. Like, and that's what I'm learning too as I get older. Mm-hmm. Like, stop forcing yourself to feel good if you're not. That's not your, your not your mind confused with your heart. Wow. Wow. You know what I mean? I need to hear that. <laughs> like your mind be confused with your heart. So I For feel sure. like I'm literally like going through that right now. And it's like, like I said, we all healing. We oh, all got our sure. own shit we going through. And I'm just like. But that's one of the things. People not standing in their truth. Stand in your truth, y'all. Like, be for real. Be authentic. Like, be authentic. Be, like, be for real. Like, yo. And then I don't think, like, I'm, I'm also getting this point of I don't like to vent. I told y'all I'm getting this point of I don't like to vent anymore. I literally go on my voice memos and I'll just scream that shit out. Let it be. Yeah. I already visit that shit like three weeks later. Like, yo, I was tripping. What the fuck? <laughs> like, yo. And yo, imagine that's... if I call somebody and I hit them with my bullshit. Right, right. And that shit was so unnecessary. Now they looking at me like. Excuse me? I didn't really need that. Like, yo. <laughs> yes, you right. You, you right. You good? Now they sitting here worried about you and you decide to get some shit off your chest. It's a lot of miscommunication. For sure. So, I, I say that to say. Know what to share, know when to share, and be authentic with yourself. For sure. Be for real. Like, just be for real, y'all. Like, uh, and a lot of people have been coming to me a lot of things, like, and they'd be telling me stuff, and I'd be like, I, I think you should unpack this with yourself before you came with me. Right. And a lot of think people just, just, it's okay to be uncomfortable, y'all. Right. Be authentic with yourselves. Be real with yourselves. And it's okay. I feel like people aren't okay with saying they're jealous. I feel like people aren't okay with saying... They don't want to be held accountable. I'm think people. Right. I'm so when I talk to people, I be like, "So you're this?" And they be like, "No." I be like, "But you are. Like, mm-hmm. but you are. 
Like, and I need people to understand that when they're talking to me. <laughs> me. As a Sagittarius woman. Me. <laughs> me. I really need y'all to understand that. Because I'd be like, you're you're jealous. Like, or you're, you don't want to take accountability for your actions. And they're like, yo, what? What? Let's not. Right. <laughs> Let's not do this. Right. You know? So. For sure. I guess I'm learning, though, that, like, sometimes it is. Let's be authentic. For sure. Let's be authentic. And, like, um, sometimes, yeah, people don't know, like, if you tell them, like, how they feel, I guess they get shot because I guess they didn't have the word for it. Yo. They're, like, because some people just really just don't know. They're so overwhelmed by emotions. They just don't know how to feel. People don't know how to take their emotions out of it Mm -hmm. and just look at it and analyze it. And I think that's what therapy helped me do. I'm not even gonna lie. To just take my feelings out of shit and just really just look at stuff. Yeah. Sometimes, like sometimes you gotta detach. And people been saying I've been real quiet lately, but it's because I'm I'm analyzing a lot of things. Because <laughs> right y'all know I'm so good for just saying shit. And I'll be like, yo, I didn't actually mean that. Let me backtrack that. Right. I'm not good for that no more. So now I'm like, no. Um, actually, no. Actually, no. Let me let me think about this first. Right. And I'm looking at everybody's and I'm looking, trying to analyze what's going on. Mm-hmm. I don't want to overstep. I want to assume. Mm-hmm. So let's just look at the facts. Right. Let's go from there. Yep. That's pretty much where I'm at with it. For sure. So I say that to say, just be authentic. Period. Just be authentic, y'all. Um, I did also want to talk about Sh- uh, Shakari, uh, that girl that was running track or whatever. Because she doing her thing, y'all, and y'all quiet, and I don't like that. So I say that to say, why do y'all shine the spotlight on people doing bad so bad? Especially people in the black community. Why? What? Why? Why? Say that again. So you remember the girl? So you remember the girl that was running track, right? Uh huh. And she got caught that um, cause she had weed in her system or whatever, right? Yes. Boom. And everybody was doing talking, had all these opinions about her. Yes. All these think pieces. Yes. I was like, can we not? And all like, these think pieces yes. and all of that. And then when she did run, she did terribly that time. And everybody was like, ooh, uh, girl. She doing her thing now. Okay. Why, why ain't nobody saying nothing? Right. And I just so happened, I was at this bar, and I just so happened to look up, and she was on TV. And I was like, huh. Wow. Look at her. Winning. 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 Okay. Why do y'all be quiet when people be winning? Why? Why are we so quick to be loud with people losing and their L's? Yeah. And and but as soon as somebody do something better and they progressing and they finally on top, right? Everybody be quiet. Nobody right. in the black community has said anything about this girl. Right. I seen a couple posts. I think that's a problem. It is. It's a problem it's in okay. our in our community for sure because. Just the same way that y'all was putting her down and all this other stuff, y'all can be praising her in the same breath. For real. And it's kind of hard to watch. I guess what? what we talking about the next bullshit that's happening? The next L that somebody else is taking? We gotta stop broadcasting people L's like that. That's not okay. Yeah. And it's like, I get we won't last and all of that, but these are people's lives. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like, people really be living these lives. And this was just a normal girl living her life. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, she was just on TV, doing good. And then as soon as she took that L, she got even bigger. Okay. And it's like... I can only imagine, like, 
how what she was going through. Like I can only imagine what she was going through. Yes, and she like, was so young too. So it's like, yes. So it's like uh, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> I was just living my life. Right. I was just living my life. Dang. I just really wanted to bring her, that up because I don't like how y'all be broadcasting people else. That's not yeah. Cool. That's not cool. And y'all so good for it too. We need to uplift each other. It's not okay. Like, I really was at the bar like, yo, is that the girl Shakari? Winning. Winning. And yes. nobody said nothing. And I waited no. a couple days. I really waited a couple days. I was like, I saw nothing. Not a tweet. Not a, not wow. a post. Not a not a shade room. Whoa. Not even a shade room? Not even a shade room, huh? Now, if wow. y'all go to the shade room, y'all see this. They got it from me. What? what the hell? <laughs> I see nothing. Nothing at all. What the heck? That's fucked up. That says within itself. Right. That says within itself. That says a lot within itself. Come on. That's all I can say about that. Well, shout out to her because she doing her thing and... No, she doing her thing. Shout out to her. Because I'm always giving uh, kudos to a black woman, period. Hell Yeah. I saw something that said like I'm gonna I'm gonna compliment every black woman I see, and I was like, you know what? I should start doing. Yes, yes. I did it. And I've been getting I've been getting I've been getting that thing too. Like every time I see something I like on a black woman, I'm really gonna start telling them. Yes. Like instead of just like whispering it to my friend, like, oh, you see her? Mm -hmm. I'm really about to start doing it. Like I walked up. I was a lot of girls at the Roots picnic that walked right up to me, like, oh my god, I love your hair. Yes. And that's my favorite compliment. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. If you know, you know. <laughs> but that's literally like my favorite compliment. So you'd be like, "Oh my god, I love your hair!" Like, wow, thank you. Yeah. Like, thank you. And I'm just like, I'm looking at you like, and your bag is beautiful as hell. Right. Like your dress. Your dress. Your tattoos. Like your something. tattoos. Makeup. Yes. The. It was a girl at Ruth's picnic. I thought this was so cute. She um. She had a red tail fair bag. Mm. And she had like a little dress, like it was like not a dress, it was like a skirt, and it was mm -hmm. like 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 printed, like mm -hmm. a lot of different prints on it and stuff, and it had like red and gold, green. It was, it was so cute. nice. It was really nice. It was really nice. And she was like, I guess her boyfriend was a photographer, mm -hmm. and he was taking pictures of her. Oh yeah. And she saw me with my tail fair bag, and she's mm -hmm. like, Oh my god, can we take a picture with her yep. bag? I'm like, Absolutely, we can. Yes, yes, we can. And I yes. connected with so many people at Ruth's picnic. Yes. Like, so dope. It was a great experience. Like, I want to tell y'all, if y'all haven't been to a, a music festival, make sure y'all go to one. For yeah, sure. it is an experience. It's definitely an experience. Like, sure. it's just an amazing experience. The people that you just meet, mm -hmm. and they're all from all over the U.S., and they're just like, For what? sure. Like, what? For sure. That's, it definitely, uh, Afropunk is in New York, so it was definitely mm -hmm. dope there. It was in Brooklyn, like. It was just dope being like around like just different types of people. It's like, so exciting. Like it's like yes, I was like oh all these God. beautiful black people. Yes, oh God. yes, and you'd be like, it's like so overwhelming too because it's like, oh my God, like, yes, this is my. You, you guys look so good. Yes, like, we're all just like look at us. <laughs> we really put that shit on today. Yes, and we here enjoying this good ass music together. Yes, as a big ass black ass family. Yes. Like a little family Yes. It's so it's such an experience. Like, I love it. I love it. So make sure y'all 
at a at a at a festival this summer. Something. So for your records this week, it was Thank Me Later, and it came out twelve years ago. Yes. Insane. Drake. I don't know what this new shit is hit for. I really don't. But I can't believe twelve years ago. That was a time. That was really a time. I was like half my life ago. Yes. What, I was in middle school. school. I won't say yeah. Or what kind of high school? Yeah, I think I was in uh, ninth grade, I think. Oh, my years God. Ago. 12 years ago. I was 14, so I was going yeah. into high school. I was like, yeah. I think I was, the, uh, that was the summer going into high school. Wow, I do remember that. Yeah, that's a. Wow. That was a time. What a time. Yes. No bills, hon. <laughs> I hear, I was only trying to get ahead. Yeah. The fuck? That was my shit. I was so moody. The spotlight makes you yes. That's Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me, Drake. Where was the vocals at? Right, ooh, honey, because he was hitting the hoes. He said, "Does the spotlight make you nervous?" Right. He do, was. Do, 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 I do, thought do, I was Drake. Do, do. <laughs> I was trying to hit the low notes. <laughs> Yo, but this shit. What is you doing now? Where did his vocal like, coach go? He was off that day. That's what's my that's what's my name on Twitter. Drake's vocal coach. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the name of the episode. Where is Drake's vocal coach? Where did it where did it go? Where did it go? Because yo, he sounded so good on karaoke, bro. (laughs) Yes. I used to love that. He sounded so good on that song. Yes. This shit. Yo, Mm-mm. he sounded good on Passion Fruit too. What yes. happened? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Y'all, where's Drake's vocal coach? <laughs> he took the day off. <laughs> Where did he go? He told him, he said, I don't need you today. You can take the day off. Sir, he needed you. He yes. needed you. He, he saw needed you. You saw him putting out, what did they classify? Dance? <laughs> That's really what they classify the album. I, I want to know. Dance. <laughs> what was this? What was this? What was this class? What was this classified as? Oh my god! Not dance. That's, was this? It was. I hope it's not y'all. Dance. Dance. Two thousand twenty-two. Honestly, never mind. And honestly, yeah, never mind because yeah, yeah. Honestly, never mind. You're right. <laughs> Honestly, never needed this. Honestly, never again. <laughs> Y'all, where is Drake's vocal coach? <laughs> Alright, I'm about to be serious. Cause we want to talk about some serious shit right now. All right, let me call the fuck down. That shit is hilarious. Because <laughs> where did the... <laughs> Child, I would never listen to this shit again. Anyway. All right. So this week, I wanted to shine a spotlight on because we were talking about mental health and really pushing through and just really being your authentic self. And I really feel like music has really... We always say music saves our lives and music is, you know... And we're all healing. And like I said, we're all going through these things. But it's like, truly, truly, though, music has truly saved my life. And that's partially a reason why I started this podcast. Music is so therapeutic. Like, I don't even know if y'all get it. Like, when you really have an artist that just really speaks to your soul and just really, 
I don't even know how to put it, but it's it's definitely a different type of vibe. Yes. <laughs> it's a different type of vibe. It's a vibe different indeed. type of vibe. And sometimes, like, and I know y'all be like, he music be making you emotional. Yes, the fuck it does. Mm-hmm. It does. It's been times where I've been, like, in the car. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. My, and Sabrina can vouch for me. Sabrina has seen uh, Jasmine Sullivan movie both times. Mm-hmm. Every time she performs A Girl Like Me, I dead start crying. Oh. I, every time I listen to it in the car, I, I just always catch a tear coming down because that shit is so real. Yeah. I don't think y'all get it. <laughs> you having these bitches on Instagram, they look good as fuck. And you know you look good as fuck too, but they be on these bitches on Instagram. Yeah. I felt that shit. Mm-hmm. A Girl Like Me. Me, little old me. What mm-hmm. is wrong with me? Nothing. 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 I have a lot of personality and I look damn good. I got my own money. I got my own car, a okay. brand new car, okay. sitting in the driveway. I know y'all seen it. Anyway, my whole thing is every time I hear that song, I get mad emotional. I be like, damn, because she mm-hmm. really talking. Yes. And I felt that. She came out the gate and said, I made a profile on Tinder. I did too. <laughs> I felt those lyrics. So, yes. Yes, music makes me emotional as fuck. Because yeah. sometimes it just be a little too, little, a little, a little too true. Mm-hmm. And I say all that to say, music really be saving lives. For sure. It really you know, do. and depression is really real. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we have to dig ourselves out of our own depression. And mm-hmm. I know you can relate, Tony. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we've all been there because I think. Uh, 2017 was probably the worst year for me mentally. Mm-hmm. I was not there, hun. Mm-hmm. No, nothing was right up there. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like myself. I didn't know who I was. I felt like I was devoting my whole life to college. And I felt the more that I was working, the less that I was going to get a job in my field. So I'm stressing myself out. Like, am I going to school for no reason? Am I going to do this? What am I going to do? What's my What's going to be my plan when I'm done? Like, I'm stressing myself out about yeah. nothing that's not even here yet. And that's anxiety for anxiety you. is a motherfucker. And yeah. you just trying to fight through it and there's nothing else you can do and you just feel like nobody understands because nobody really in the same spot as you. We've been there before. Yeah. Everybody got their own shit going on. Everybody got their own shit going on. But at that time nobody was in school. Mm-hmm. Like how I was in school. So mm-hmm. nobody really got that vibe. Everybody was older than me. Right. They already been through that. They didn't know how to tell me how to navigate now. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, like I said, we were at Cleveland State. Right. We were juggling shit. Yeah. <laughs> you had a kid. Yeah. I had a job. I was mm-hmm. a manager at that job. Yeah. That's a lot. Full-time job. Full-time school. 16-hour credits at school. Wow. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. A lot. A lot. 40 hours a week at work. Sometimes yeah. overtime on weekends. That's a lot. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. But this shit had to be done. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was on my own. Shit. Yeah. I was on my own. Like, there's really stuff that you yeah, have to you do. Yeah, you really got to do. You really got to navigate. Do. So it's like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Shit. I was probably going, like, right when I was about to graduate, I'm probably going through the worst breakup of my life. Mm-hmm. Yo, so I'm winning, and then I feel like I was losing at the same time. Oh, uh, we. <laughs> Child, we ain't going to get into that. But I say all that to say. The only thing that truly pushed me through all that shit was fucking music. I kid you not. Music is truly a healing thing. For sure. Truly. And I just really feel like everybody got that artist that just really speaks to them Mm -hmm. and just truly 
may break down a situation to them in many different ways and they may look at it differently or maybe they're just somebody that's there to just relate to in that moment for sure you know what i'm saying yeah you even feel something that you haven't even felt before but now you feel that through the music for sure that's definitely yes i can and i do want to make that. that point as well because mm-hmm. uh, yeah i was having this conversation with <laughs> my dude last night mm-hmm. so i say all the same I will go hard for Kid Cudi for the rest of my life. Yeah. That man saved my life. Saved my life. And not only that, but helped me push through it, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Because it wasn't just something that I recognized with him and he was going through it with me. But if you listen to Kid Cudi's albums... There was times where he was really, like, telling you his depression and how he's spitting out. Then he has another album where he's pretty much telling you, like, yeah, I'm going through this shit, but I'm probably not going through it the way I should. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm doing drugs. Don't listen to me. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm going through the same shit. I'm dabbling. I'm doing this. I shouldn't be doing it, but I am. Yeah. But here we are. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, damn. That's part of the journey. Part of the journey. And then... Like, you see him, like, physically out here talking about, like, this ain't just music. This is me. This is, like, this is really, truly what I'm going through. For sure. That cuts deep. Yes. So, that's why I always say, when people ask me, why do I go so hard for Kid Cudi? He saved my life. I have a, I have a playlist on my phone called Cutter Saved My Life. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's how deep it goes. Like, yeah. I don't, this isn't like, you know what I'm saying? I really mean that to say, like. I need music. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I truly need that shit. Like, that shit is healing as fuck to me. Before I check myself into a hospital, I'm going to check myself in my room and try to zone the fuck out before I can do anything. Mm -hmm. And that just goes for anything. With anxiety, depression, anything, music is going to be there to heal me first. So. For sure. I say that to say. My husband feels the same way. Mm -hmm. I would say, specifically, Man on the Moon Part 2. Yes. That, when I came out. That. For me, it's Frank Ocean. I love Frank Ocean. And I, and I, uh, that's agreeable too. And like, that's the thing, like, I, my car's name is Frank because it's orange. Mm, (laughs) Like channel orange. Like channel orange. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, my car's name is Frank. Um, That's so cute. I love Frank Ocean so much and like, same here, like when Blonde came out in 2016, that was like the beginning of like a dark time and then like, yeah, like 2016 to 2018 was, Yes. Whew, was yes. a lot. And for me, like, I was going through a lot of, like, reliving a lot of trauma from my past mm. and, like, going through that. And just, it was just really not a good time. And navigating, you know, going to school and all that stuff. I mean, with a kid and family and working and stuff. It was a lot going on. Just a lot. lot going on. Just a lot. So, um, if you know, you know. And, like, his music, like, he's just so, like, he's so authentic. He's a little too authentic. A little. Because. But I love blonde, it. Blonde. He. Blonde speaks volumes. It speaks like, volumes. And it's like, I don't, I don't necessarily know it exactly. Like, I can't relate to every single thing he talks about, mm-hmm. for sure. But it's just the feeling that he's putting into it. And, like, he's just enigmatic at the same time. Like, mm. he's so mysterious. And, like, I feel like, I don't know. I just love him so much. And if I ever see him in concert. Man. 
I would be like, you know what? I don't think I, I think I'm done here. <laughs> no, for real. I no, think for I'm real. It's certain artists like that where you finally see a concert, and you're just like, I don't care if I see another concert again in my life. Right. I think I I'm do done not here. Care. I've I've lived, and you know what? <laughs> and I, I've had experience. And you know what? That would be one hell of a show. I can't imagine going to a Frank Ocean concert. Oh my god. And I know we go on these little rampages like, dang, where where Frank at? Like, I'm sorry, I like definitely if he because I heard he's hosting like he's one of the headlines of Coachella next year. Mm-hmm. Which is I like, did hear that. I was like, I heard that too. And so I was what like, I mean, you haven't put out music in like what is it six years? Yeah, that's <laughs> how I'm like. What is even that though I'm mean? totally great, I'm totally fine with the music he got. That's absolutely like absolutely. nostalgia ultra boom. Tub. Uh, uh, Hold on. Yes. on the subject. There's an ongoing argument on this show. It just dawned on me. What? They're gonna, they're, y'all about to eat me up. I don't care. I don't care. Do you listen to Lucky Day? I Yeah, I just got hip to him maybe a while ago. He just put okay, out Candy so, Drip. I like it. Okay. So, we were having a conversation about how artists will piggyback off of, you know, like, a sound or a mm-hmm. lane, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, if we're being honest, I feel like Lucky Day songs could easily have been taken out of Frank Ocean's book or could have been sang by Frank Ocean. I kind of see what you mean, for sure. Only because I will never forget when I first started playing Candy Drip because I love Lucky Day. I've been a fan mm-hmm. of Lucky Day for a while. He's also going to be an Afropunk. It, oh, God. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> I might have to make my way So, I I was playing them in my car, and somebody got in my car, and they was like, "Dang, Frank dropped." And I looked at them like, "Huh?" Yeah, that's what I thought for sure. Like my husband was because I was like, mm-hmm. "I'm like hell no, Frank Ocean ain't job. You know, the whole world would have been in a frenzy if Frank Ocean dropped." Like, <laughs> right. I'm like, what? That's like Beyonce dropping. Like, what? So there was like, he was like, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I thought he was like featuring the song. So I'm like, no, this is Lucky Day. But now that you mention it, because I was listening mm-hmm. to Cherry Forest, that sounds like a song that could have easily been on mm-hmm. the Dutch culture to me. I know exactly what and you mean. Yes. I remember I tweeted it, and they ate me the fuck up. They was like, bitch, you know what you're talking about. I'm like, actually, I do. I feel like. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not talking about like blonde. I'm talking about like early Frank Ocean. Like, you know? I feel like, yes, I felt the same way. Like, I asked the same thing. I was like, oh, this Frank Ocean, like, he put out new music. And I was like, hey, I follow him. So I'm confused as to how I miss Frank Ocean music. I was like, right. And my husband was like, uh, no, it was Lucky Day. And I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, oh, he kind of sounds like him a little like he sounds like him for sure but it sounds like more like mainstream music i guess and that's like if frank ocean wanted to put out something mainstream that's what it sounded like that's what it gives me yes so that's why i'm like i feel like lucky day is taking the mainstream frank ocean right he's trying to be mainstream i'm not mad at it though i personally think jack carlo is taking the drake route Probably. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's I, it's just, I don't, I can't take him serious, but people start to like him and it's insane to me. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I, I guess. don't get it, but I was really, I'm really to the point of, I want, you know what I'm saying? Like I want to feel like 
in a way, I don't want I don't want to be reminded of an artist when I'm listening to you though. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, like I still want you to be your own person. I get everybody gonna have their own lane that they gonna go into, but it's like, what's up? I guess I feel like some. I feel like, for instance, like with Drake putting this out, it's like. You, I don't feel like you have any heart in your music anymore. You just putting stuff mm. out. You just putting out TikTok music. Some, yes, you just TikTok music. Out. <laughs> Nobody asked for this. TikTok music. That's literally what it is. TikTok music. And it's like you're right. It's a business. It's work for you. You know, you gotta stay relevant. You know, I get it. But it's like, dang, I'm like, I don't want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> like you do just put out music mm-hmm. and it doesn't have like no substance or anything extra to it it does feel overwhelming in a way yes doesn't it because it just feels like you're just putting out music just to put it out and it's like well what are we doing what are we what are we talking about here i just don't like what are we talking about like i'm not even gonna lie like when i was really listening to certified lover boy at first i was like what the fuck is he talking about like what is he talking about? Like he's just talking about. He's just talking. Nigga. I'm just like you. Just talking. Like nothing is just of substance anymore. I remember back then, like you was only trying to get ahead. Right. And you, what's up? Right. Like what's up? He got ahead. You now, got ahead. Now what's up? Like you just a fuck boy now? Yeah. Like he made it. He that's what all he got. Damn, we can't even. He made it. What's up? Like yeah. it's just it's just overwhelming to the point where it's just like all right, you're just putting out music. It's put saturated. It we're just putting on music to put it out. Yeah. When you're Drake. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we didn't need it. It's fine. <laughs> like, you're Drake. I also want to put this out there. Somebody was asking me, um, um, does Nicki have to drop? And I said, actually, yes. I feel like she has to put out one more album. Only because I don't like how accessible she's been. Like on everybody's feature? Why? Why are you just hopping on everybody's shit? I guess to stay relevant. And why? You're Nicki Minaj. That's my point. It's certain artists out here that I just feel like they just putting themselves on shit to stay relevant, but you don't have to. Right. She really don't. You don't. She don't. You don't. You don't. We know who you are. We know what you're capable of. We know what your good features are. We know what a bad feature looks like. Please don't overdo it. Right. Now you're just hopping on bullshit. For what? Yeah. Queens aren't accessible. Period. Right. I feel like it's all, yeah, it's almost like Queens a fear thing. Queens aren't accessible. It's like, it's okay that all these other female rappers are it relevant okay. now. It's okay. You had your time and no and one's re- saying, and, no and, one's and saying. literally, you're still going to have the longest one out of everybody. Right. Let's be, let's be The entire 2010s, you had it. You had it on lock. Nobody's gonna be that long and relevant. If Cardi B don't put out an album this year, she's not relevant. She's just a personality. Yeah, she's just a personality. She's just a personality. She about the Lauren Hill this shit. I told y'all, she's about the Lauren Hill this shit. She's putting out one album. She about to tour off this shit for life. Oh, I'm not gonna go see it. <laughs> I'm not, but she's gonna do it. She's gonna do it. Whereas, I'm telling y'all right now. If Meg don't clean this shit up with the media, she's not going to be relevant either. Yeah. Two years from now. That shit. She's just going to be a personality. She's going to turn into a model. How much you want to bet? It's not going to work out in this. So the fact that Nikki got, she she shook 
And for it's like, what? You need to be. For what? Especially like, girl, you was like, I don't know. I just feel like. She had a whole decade. A whole decade. Did, let these young girls do their thing. And to be honest, with that whole decade, what she dropped? Two albums? Two? Three albums? Two, three. Right. Two, three. She didn't have to even do much. You stayed relevant. Right. Not to say nobody else was doing it, but you was the only one that, to pay attention to. Right. So now that now that we're in the 2020s and you already made a name for yourself, we already paying attention to you. You're 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 a lifelong person. Right. You're, you're little Kim now. <laughs> you're little Kim now. It's like you're right up under. It doesn't yeah, make sense. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the fact that you're just hopping on everything and it's like, why? I don't get it. Why? For what? I mean, I could always use some some of Nikki, some new Nikki if it's good. If it's good, right? But it's very hit or miss to the point where it's like, right? Don't do it, right? <laughs> don't do it. It's like you know, don't do it. So I don't, I just don't like how these new artists, like the artists that we grew up to, mm-hmm. I feel like they're doing too much to stay relevant when you don't have to. Yep. Mm-hmm. You already made a name for yourself. We already know who you are. I feel like Lil Wayne is doing exactly what he needs to do right now. Lil Wayne is in the perfect spot. Yep. He will always be remembered. Yes. It's, it's a shame that he only had five dreads left. However. Um, right. However. Shout out to him. He can always he start over. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he can He can pay money to get like, you know. People he, can defi- Yo, yes, he can definitely. Yo. He can get. You got money, bro. He mm-hmm. can definitely get a little something in the features that he does have for him. He still eats them up. Yes. He, he's very, he's doing exactly what he needs to do. You do what he needs to do. They need to follow their leader. Like, right. what happened? Like, what happened? Right. Drake and Nicki need to follow what their happened? leader. What happened? What <laughs> happened? And it's like, you know, you've seen the little thing where it says, you know, who did a better job, Lil Wayne with Drake and Nicki or Jay-Z with Rihanna and, and Kanye? Mm-hmm. And honestly, if we're, being, if we're being honest, if we're truly being honest, mm-hmm. Jay-Z did it better. Yes. Only because he made moguls. He's more of a businessman. He made moguls. Lil Wayne's a good rapper, you know what I mean? They he, they do well. They they did well for making a stamp on who they are. Yes. Lil Wayne made a stamp on who he is, so now Drake and Nicki are the same way. Right. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. But I would really think by now Nicki would have her own label. I would think right. Nicki, but it, it doesn't matter, though. It's too right. late. You know what I'm saying? That's just not it's, the shit that it's he... It's not, yeah, you know? And even if she did, it would be too late. Nobody's going to pay attention. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's not something that... You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whereas now, Rihanna's a fucking mogul. Yes. We have the same birthday. So Pisces queen. Sheesh. My, my Pisces twin, honey. Sheesh. A mogul. I love her. Yes. A mogul. A like, mogul. Both of them. Kanye and, and Kanye Rihanna is, are both billionaires. And Kanye is. And Jay-Z. They're all billionaires. So is there really an argument? Right, they're all billionaires. Like, like on. I really wanted to address this a long time. Like, I always see that meme, and I never address that shit. Let's be real. Come on now. Let's really break it down for Jay Z, Kanye, and Rihanna. Jay Z, Kanye, and Rihanna. All of them collectively make great music. I love Lil Wayne. I mean Drake. 
I like his old shit. <laughs> I love Nikki. You know what I mean? I love Nikki. Right. I like And Nikki, my sass twin. Her birthday the day after mine. Right, right, right. So, you know. So it's like, I, I get it. I love Kanye. I get it. Yes. Like, I love Nikki. I love Kanye. Kanye is that nigga to me. Yeah. I don't care. Kanye is always going to be that nigga to me. However, if we really break this down, Jay-Z made moguls. Yes. With ease, though. With ease. With ease, though. Like, it... it just the if you really watch like if you look back on Kanye's story you like wait a minute oh that shit was like really inspired that shit made me emotional that was documentary like, was amazing yes and then you really like think about like every album after that yes Whoa. I'm like Kanye yeah, is I, crazy I, but I, I know I respect him at the same time <laughs> and that's you know if he crazy I'm crazy too. I can't even I, and then I think about Rihanna and like her journey and it's just like and I like her music like I like I like her music for the most part but all her I will never stuff. forget being introduced to Rihanna I'll never forget it was MTV Jams mm-hmm. and I was just watching it and all of a sudden, this girl just come on belly dancing mm-hmm. and then Mr. DJ song oh yeah play. I'm like I was like, I want to be her. I'm like, I'm in I'm fifth like, grade. Look, I'm like, she looks like she's having a fun time. Like, <laughs> she looks like she's a fun person. Like, she looks fun. Mm-hmm. And then, if it's loving that you want, yes. you should make me your girl. I'm like, she on fire, yes. okay? I love all her shit. Like, I love every hair she, change. The bob. Everybody wanted that bob. Bro, remember everybody had that red hair, too? Yes. That red curly hair uh-huh. from that What's Your Name video? Like, uh, yeah. Like, what? Only girl or whatever. Only girl in the world. That, uh, that bad album. Yeah. Yep, that bad album. Mm-hmm. Where everybody just wanted to cut their hair off and dye it black. Yep. I wanted to be. The him. take a bow. Yes. The, the, the little slits. Yes. The, everybody wanted to be Kanye. Everybody had the glasses. Yes. The glasses, the scarves. Everybody had the glasses. Yes, the glasses. Everybody had the glasses. Everybody had the little Kanye mohawk. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for the sure. The little Kanye mohawk. That was a time. That was a time. <laughs> and everybody had that whiz patch. I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and my afro. Everybody had that whiz patch. I remember I used to talk to this dude. He had that whiz patch. He used to always get that little thing redone. He did not play about that. <laughs> He did not play. He said, this is part of my He identity. said, this is part of my look. <laughs> you from Pittsburgh, though? No? the fuck? <laughs> Yo, it's just so crazy looking back on different things. And it's just like, nobody, the music that comes out now, nobody has like that look that everybody wants anymore. It's just like everybody make it. Like, I was really just thinking about that the other day. Like, everybody wanted to be like, you know what I'm saying? Just like yeah. back in the day, like how everybody had wanted to be like Janet Jackson and Dan- Dan- oh Dan- yeah, and shit. for sure. And everybody wanted to be like Nicki had the pink wig. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, what do these kids have now? Like, I don't know. I feel like guys be painting their nails and stuff and doing stuff like that. I mean, not everybody do that, but I feel like they want to be all. Well, well, it's Tyler Crater shit or something. Right. They want to be mean, all. What? I'm not hating on Like, Kid Cudi do it. I'm not hating on it. I'm not hating it either, but it's just but it's like, like, what do y'all have? Like, right. That's not just nothing that nothing, everybody wants. Like, what do y'all have to tell your moms? Like, Ma, I want to do this because I saw such and such on it. Right. Like, what is it? I, I want a gun because I saw NBA Youngboy with it. Like, what is it? Right. Like, what is it? Like, I'm confused. What is it? Right. That's the thing. Some of this music also, like, if we're going to talk, keep talking about mental health, like, that can't be good to be like listening to some certain things like about like people with guns and stuff like you know 
I guess that, to me, that's not a how you want to relate to somebody in a way. Like, you don't want to glorify that stuff or the drug taking. You know what I mean? The pill popping. The, the lean drinking. I'm sorry. Like, I'm just give me the weed. That's <laughs> a little much. It's a little much. I really be thinking about that too because, like, my mom always be saying, like, how our, our music really encourages drugs and stuff. And I'd be like, y'all have music too. Yes. I'm not saying they do. Y'all, I mean, y'all have the whole song. Come on, I got five on it. Right. And people was definitely doing drugs back then. Like, they was doing heroin. <laughs> Rick James. Uh, Ray Charles was doing stuff. You know what I mean? Like, people was. Don't do that. They they was doing some hard stuff. Give it to me, baby. <laughs> he was talking about cocaine. Talking about no damn sex. Huh. Really, I'd be, I'd be like, so on. yes, people was definitely. Doing but I'd be like, yo, then. and y'all was dancing to the shit. We just be vibing to the shit. Y'all was dancing. Y'all different. <laughs> but maybe, but I feel like they. But more, but now they more, they really just. I mean, Future really is talking about Molly Percocet. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like he, he really, really actually, they lately be saying yes, it. I, yeah, I will say that though. Like we had, a, they had a creative way of saying it back then. And right. They had to figure it out. Right. Oh yeah, he talking about that shit. But no, like now they be no. like, oh you. Yes, I'm sipping lean. Oh. And popping pills. And, thanks for sharing. Right. Like <laughs> thanks, oh. Thanks for sharing. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks for sharing. I'm depressed and I'm I'm coping with sipping lean or something it's like thanks don't do that for sharing. that's not a good coping skill <laughs> like thanks for telling me how you cope right. i have to explain this to my parents wow right let's or, not we, so, didn't, we didn't really have music like that back then though that is true we didn't have like those i mean we had like little creative songs about drive by shout out to nelly right <laughs> we had that, but... i mean yeah <laughs> It's like, you know, trying to party and stuff. We always right. trying to go to the club. That's what we saw. We was just trying to go to the club. Right. People was depressed. We like, wanted to be the video girls. Right. <laughs> we was just trying to shake our butts. That's why we be twerking now. Y'all really be heavy hitting drugs. Yeah. So. And it sometimes be on, I mean, sometimes it do be on some party stuff, but sometimes like it do be on some, some real depressed shit. Like Juice World, Or like, you know. Other yeah. people, it just be like, yo, if you depressed, like, oh, that's not gonna help. Okay. You need. Okay. Don't encourage other people. Like I was listening to Mac Miller the other day, and I was like, mm. rest in peace. You was really. I'm so. I was, I was like, I was like, I was singing this shit, and I'm not even realizing you was crying for help. Like, yeah. That's really sad. Really when you, sad. When you think about a full circle, like when I listen to his music, I get emotional because I yes. get so sad that he. Yes, did. like you was really like going through this, and you was pushing through it in your music. Right, and wow. how he died, just like he just, he was sober for a while and took it like maybe one more time, and that shit killed, killed him. him. Like his music makes me emotional. That's I so like. Sad. I That's cannot listen so to it without sad. crying. Oh my goodness! Because I'll be like, "Why?" I'll be I'll be so mad. Like I'll be on these like these little tiny desk binges, and then I, and then all of a sudden, Mac Miller come on, like tiny desk binge over. Right. <laughs> We're not watching this today. Right. No, not today. No. <laughs> not nope. Mm-mm. I'm not. Mm-mm. In a... As soon as he gets to what's the use? Nope. Yep. 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 Cut it off. Mm-mm. Cut that shit off. We're not no. doing this today. Thanks for the love, Mac. Yeah. <sighs> but it's so really sad when you think about it, like, and everything come full circle. But mm-hmm. I'm just really glad that, you know, we do have music that can be good for our outlets. And then we do have music that can be a bit challenging. Yeah. At least, like... <laughs> but you got to work through it. 
So yeah, you got to work through it. You everybody know? got to have their own way to work through some things. That's all I can say to that. Right, because it's normal to... I, that's the thing. It's normal to feel like, you know, you need an escape in such a way, like maybe doing drugs. Like, for instance, like another musician who really got me through a hard time was... Um, now I'm freaking blanking. <laughs> I'm, what's his name? Oh what's his name? Oh my god! Oh my goodness! I'm blanking out right now. <laughs> we was doing good. We was doing good. <laughs> he came out. He came out with an album right around when Kendrick did. I'm really high right now, so that's why I'm blanking out. Like otherwise, I'd be like, "Bruh, I know exactly what he's talking about." Let me see. Who? Um. I'm blanking out. He's on the tip of my tongue. I'm thinking of he he's his other album. I've I even Atrocity Exhibition. That's the name of his album. Now I'm but I don't know. <laughs> I know the name of the album. I know, I know the name of the name album, of but I'm trying to freaking <laughs> think. And he uh, I've seen him in concert see. too. Or maybe did I? No, I didn't see him in concert because it was sold out at the garage shop. Oh, Jay Electronica? No. 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 Not Jay Electronica. <laughs> you suck, Lauren. I do suck. <laughs> I, I was do doing suck. good. I was doing good, and now I'm blanking out on who. I haven't listened to him in a while, but mm, this is y'all go to. You like, dang, I ain't. I listened to him in a while, <sighs> but that was a time where he was an artist where I was like, my if my husband listens to this, he's gonna be like, you fucking suck for not remembering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, I'm fine. <laughs> to be like wow wow you suck because i know wow. exactly what you're talking about wow, <laughs> wow you suck here let me see danny brown <laughs> fucking shit danny brown danny brown i'm such an that's asshole that's a good that's one a fucking common ass name that's a good one excuse me guys that's you're a good one that's a good one Danny Brown, atrocity exhibition came out that's in 2016 a good one. and that's he was talking about some dark shit you know talking yes. about and like i was in such a fucking dark ass time and it's like i do feel that and like you do want an escape you know mm -hmm. what i mean that's normal as a human being that's so true man it's crazy how like music can really like do that mm -hmm. and then you, you listen to celebrities and it's like you be forgetting that they real people that's what gets me right that's what gets me like you really forget like the people that you listen to the people that you watch and it's just like you finally listen to that music and you're just like we going through the same shit. Yes, just that darkness, just like, that what? deep. In, like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's such a great feeling. Oh my god, it's a great feeling. Yeah, at the end of it, because shout out to him. music. Yeah, shout out to music. Find, make sure y'all find y'all artists that can pull y'all through y'all dark times, though, for sure. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's so important as you build your music palette and just realize, like, when you put your playlist together, be intentional. Mm -hmm. You know about your moods that you're setting for yourself. Mm -hmm. Because everything all goes back to your mental. Everything that you listen to, everything that you watch, it always goes right back to your mental. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you're feeding your mind the proper things that it needs. Yep. And make sure that you're being authentically you. Yep. All that ties into your... All that ties in. Holistic well-being. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Mind, body, soul, all that. Yes. Make sure y'all don't look out for Lauren because she will be a therapist very soon. Yes. <laughs> Make sure y'all be on the lookout for that for sure. Yeah. For sure. 
And next time, you don't have to do one with you and your husband. You can just make a little quickie. <laughs> oh my he would definitely go, like, he would love talking music with you for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. But for sure, make sure y'all taking care of y'all mental. Make sure y'all doing things that y'all need to do to make sure that y'all thinking straight, doing things that y'all need to do to make sure that you're going to be on the right track for the week, for the month, whatever you may need to do. And I'm learning that that all starts with the schedule. <laughs> yeah. Start with scheduling things Routines. and, you know, Definitely make sure that you're being you and staying you and just be authentically you. That's so important. For sure. But make sure y'all follow Lauren. I'll put her information in the description. <laughs> At underscore Lola Free. Um, I'm working on a blog right now called Authentically She. You know what I mean? I actually have it up, but I have, don't have any email like subscriptions up. Mm-hmm. But if you want to check it out, it's AuthenticallyShe.co. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a blog where I talk about things for black women and femmes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And talking about mental wellness, giving tips, things like that, like on grounding. And just talking about like different ways that you could, you know, help yourself, you know, be... Like you said, authentically you, but mm-hmm. addressing like your mental health, physical health, so spiritual health, true. everything like that. So, so true. Yep. Be on the lookout for me. For sure. Make sure y'all taking care of yourselves. <laughs> Make sure y'all be up to date on what she got coming. It's going to be great. Lauren is definitely a great person in case y'all can't tell me this episode. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> but just thanks for showing that. y'all the love. If you in Atlanta, see y'all soon. Ooh, dope. Um... I think that's all I have coming up. I'll be in Chicago in August. Um, that's all I got, though. Um, see y'all soon, Atlanta. Thanks y'all for having me. Love. Yes, Lauren. It was always <laughs> a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure speaking with you. Absolutely. Um, that's all I got, y'all. I ain't got no events or nothing coming up. I might be um, doing this event, but, you know, the pain looking right, if we being honest. We'll see how that go. But make sure y'all check me out. Check out the uh, Instagram. Everything's getting updated. Got some new stuff coming. Y'all know how that go. Bye. Love y'all.